0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laugh Thoughts with Sadia, and of course to another episode of the SAS Conversation series. I do have a guest with me today. She, I saw and I've always known on the TL, always loved her insights and her thoughts and her stance on so many issues, and I just thought it would be great to have her on here today to just have this conversation, like I said, uh, part of the objective of this series or this mini-series is to have an open and honest conversation with different people uh, as much as possible on the different ends of the spectrum of this SAS conversation basically. You can call it looking at the end SaaS movement through different lenses and today I have Mags here. Today I'll just let her introduce herself, tell us a little bit about yourself and it does give the listeners a little bit of um, idea of where your thoughts and opinions are coming from.
1: Thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Actually, it's a honor to be here. Um, so my name is <laughs> my name is Mags. Um, um, I'm an HR consultant, and, and um, I have a bit of followers on Twitter. A lot of people regard that as a big deal, but for me, I think it's a burden. <laughs> yeah because um having a lot of followers places a kind of responsibility on you Mm -hmm. you can't truly be yourself without people um so i made a a a, a playful tweet some days ago and then the next thing i knew one of these top um accounts screenshot it and posted hr consultants this, this 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 oh goodness and then in that moment yeah in that moment i realized that i'm lucky to work for people who really do not care about things like yeah. this. If I was working in a very strict organization, someone would have made it a point to send such such a screenshot mm-hmm. to my employer and then it might have become a problem. So um, a lot of people f- f- view um, life followership as a big deal. I don't. Um, yeah, it helps when I'm talking about my business, but apart from that, it's just a huge burden. But then <clears throat> it has actually excuse me, it has actually been a good thing, especially when it comes to this end size, because um, mm-hmm. having um, a large followership means that you're reaching a lot more people. It means a Absolutely. lot more people are going to retweet your tweets they're going to see your tweets So yeah, I I am willing to see it as a blessing for mm-hmm. the End size movement. And um, as everybody's saying, I'm I'm an end size convener i'm an n class yes i'm an class leader yeah we're all leaders we don't have just one leader we just we don't have just ten leaders all of us Mm -hmm. are leaders Uh, yeah so um it's a cost i'm very very um particular about because i've never been directly affected uh, harassed or brutalized or assaulted by staff Mm -hmm. but i've actually been harassed a few times um by police officers in general I'm a, I'm an unmarried woman who drives yeah. in Lagos. That's enough is a profile for them to harass me anytime they see me. Um, they, There was a particular incident about three years ago. I was going to with a few of my friends in the car and um, we stopped at the checkpoint. And the first thing the police officer would tell me is introduce yourself to me. And I was like, excuse me, I don't understand. Why? Why am I introducing myself? Why? You're not even supposed to be stopping me to ask me for my driver's mm-hmm. license or my car papers? That is not under your purview. That is not under your, not your duty. But um, thankfully I had all my papers complete. So at the end of the year, they just looked at me like, I can't even do anything to you. Just go. And that is actually the mildest of all um, interactions I've had with them. I've had, um, I've had them say abusive words. I've had them say, oh, I'm sure it was not allow that I bought this car for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is a, it's, police itself is a menace unto our society. Then now mm-hmm. let's go on to staff. I've worked in a, um, a consulting firm that has tech bulls, as we usually call them, as some of our core staff. So I relate with it. These are people who go around with their um. With their laptops, laptops yeah. these are yeah, these are people that as right as already profiled to be yao yao boys or to be people who don't do anything because they work most of them work remotely. I have people like this as my friends. I even have I have a lot of male friends that they are not even in the tech industry, and the police just profiles them, has just profiles them that okay, as long as you are with a laptop, as long as you they an iPhone. You are a criminal, and then they just use that opportunity to harass them, to brutalize them. So when, when the protests started, it was a thing of joy for me that at last we are speaking up. We've, mm-hmm. We, we, uh, The first time I would see inside Street was 2017 when someone spoke um about it, and then everybody just took it up. What it seems to say for the past three years, we've had people who um who we were only concerned with just bailing out people, mm. not collecting their money back for them, and then nothing has been done. No police officers have lost their job. No justice has been gotten. And But now we are saying that, okay, just stop killing us. I mean, Nigeria is hard enough. There are not enough jobs. The yeah. prices of food keep going so high. Um, we are providing our own electricity. We are providing our own water. Our uh, bad. No infrastructure. Well, you're not saying that. Or, you people keep embellying. You're not even saying stop doing all these things. Or start providing like for us. Because we know that that's like asking you people to do a very difficult thing. we are start. just saying that, you know what? Let us live. So that we can hustle. So that we can get money. So that we can create jobs for ourselves. Just let us live. And it's like we are asking for the for a very, very equivalent Mm. act from our government. (laughs) So it's, 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 I'm passionate about that and At the same time I'm frustrated because this is not how it is supposed to be. We live in a society whereby um, people are scared of the police. People would rather say, people are saying, you know what, I'd rather risk COVID. I'd rather go out there and protest and risk getting COVID. They're just staying indoors and what people Not doing anything. Those, that is how bad uh society is and it's
0: really, really, really frustrating. Yeah. I wanted to touch on a couple of things that you said. Uh first what you yeah. mentioned about having a large followership coming with responsibility. You you've just mm-hmm. said it the way it is exactly. But I feel like a lot of people don't even understand that there is a lot of responsibility attached. We've seen it play out with a lot of uh, handles spreading fake news. I can't imagine what it is like for you seeing screenshots. I, I, I've I, seen screenshots of your tweets sometimes, like banters generally, or uh, when you're seeing mm-hmm. it on um, other platforms like uh, on Instagram. And I just can't imagine when it has to do with something with your job. How do yeah. you reconcile having to see some of these tweets that are taken out of context, if I'm to say, is there a way you try to keep yourself, or do you try to caution yourself? I know you have to try to caution yourself anyways, but is there a way you just try to just move past it, if things like that happen?
1: Uh, Okay, so um, I've actually, I've gone through two two drag sessions, major drag actually, sessions on Twitter, Um, I missed it, and they had to do with um, and some political affiliations, partisanship issues. And when mm. those things happened, I told myself that this would be the last time that it would be something like this. Mm. And I'm grateful that I've been able to understand um, temptations even after this. Uh, because apart from the fact that I did those things because, not an excuse, I did those things because um, I didn't understand the kind of situation I was in. Then mm-hmm. the fact that my friends were actually able to come up to me and say, Max, this is not the kind of person you are, do not do this again. Mm-hmm. And I was able to listen to them. So that is on one side. Then the other part is the fact that, um, for so the kind of person I am, I don't care. I do not I I I I I, I do not want to be put in one box. I do not mm-hmm. want to be labeled with just exactly. one. Oh, you are only known as HR. No, I don't. I want to be I, I want to have a kind of account that I can talk about HR, I can talk about food, I can talk about sex, I can talk about family, I can talk about I can do jokes, I can I can bounce with my mm-hmm. friends because that is who I am in real life. I'm the kind of person that when we are in the when I'm in the office with my colleagues, we joke around, we joke about different kinds of things. So me coming on Twitter and saying oh, I don't want to talk about this particular thing, so people do not see me in a different light, Mm. would be me pretending to be what I am not. Absolutely. So, Mm. I have to get to a point where I have to tell myself that whatever they want to say, they should go ahead and say. So, things like that, I've actually built that tolerance over the years. And I always say that if if I did not leave Twitter because of those two major dragging sessions, Mm. there is nothing. Nothing else would make me leave Twitter. So... You just have to accept that, okay, Margarita is a kind of, is a kind of HR consultant that will talk about sex, talk about alcohol, talk about mm-hmm. other things, you talk, joke and banter around. If it is not bothering our employers, it should not bother you. It. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Time. And you're being your authentic self, when should there be a problem to that? Uh, you did mention earlier, I like that you mentioned earlier that you have not personally been harassed by SARS. uh, But we all know that police... I also have never been harassed by SARS. uh, But I have a personal story with the police that I don't think I can ever forget. And it's part of what I'm trying to highlight. With this struggle to end SARS, you honestly don't have to have a personal experience or you don't have to know a brother or a sister that has been harassed before you Mm -hmm, can actually mm -hmm. understand why we are doing this, or why people are clamoring for SARS to be ended? You mentioned being an unmarried woman in Lagos. We know what the stereotypes are. Um, for the record, for people that um, I, I do have some listeners that are listening out of Nigeria, for people that don't understand, I just want you to please put some more context uh, or some more stories into some of these uh, common stereotypes that we that the police, or if I'm to put it that way, have of us, of the Nigerian youth, and from a woman's angle as, as well. Because I tend to hear a lot of uh, people saying, you know, those, at some point, when the SARS and SARS movement started, a lot of people were saying, well, well, men see what Nigerian women go through. They were turning into a gender thing, like, well, actually, it's not just men they attack. Please, paint this picture for us. I know it's not just men.
1: Let me let me start by saying how much time do you have? Um, well, <laughs> when <laughs> when um when SARS, when people start talking about SARS, because I don't want to say when stars became a managed mm. because it, to me personally I believe they've always been a menace. The police, um, the police, the working system, of police has always been a menace to our society. But when people start talking about SARS um, a lot, I think that was in 2017, like 2000, I made a thread about profiling a lot of people came for me a lot of people agreed a lot of people came for me mm. and they were like oh that was the problem here we should not be talking about that and i told them i said unless we go back to the root issue which mm-hmm. is one of the root issues which is profiling we will not be totally rid of a lot of things in our society um and profiling because the kind of society i grew up in the i grew up in the i almost grew up in the church my father was a pastor when he was alive um i saw a lot of things i saw a lot how people profile other people just because they dress differently mm. they have different things so if someone wears a certain type of dress that you cannot wear or you don't want to wear automatically they are um or they um they're prostitutes or something like that and it is actually a problem in our society. Um, and before, I, I'm glad that I've, I've gone that Dress the way you want to be addressed. Mm. I believe, I personally believe now that it's actually um, playing to profiling. What happens mm. to addressing everyone? As Respectfully. Human what happens to respecting people, no matter what they wear? No matter their age, no matter the tribe they're from, no matter the color of their skin, no matter their gender, what happens to that? Now, let's take it further and go to um, the gender. I know a lot of people tend to avoid <clears throat> talking about um, gender when issues like this come mm. up like they are nothing else propagating gender war. But the kind of society we are in, we cannot overlook it. Absolutely. if you bring out um 10 instances if, it, if, if anybody sees a woman if, let me just say a DAFO driver I, I've been in a position where a DAFO driver would abuse me just because I wouldn't give him the way while mm. driving but that's why I have the right of way and the next go to insult for him would be sure. mm-hmm. if you reject a man's advances if um, people will be telling you, oh, you are a woman, you mm-hmm. should be fast to a man, you should. I, I still maintain it. If SARS affects men and women, but the majority of their victims are men, let's be honest and recognize mm-hmm. that. If the situations were sleep, if the majority of SARS victims were women in Nigeria, I can bet you that there will be people who would come out to say that, oh, maybe the women are doing something. Maybe they are not being respectful enough. Maybe they said something to the staff officer. There will be people who would actually justify them. A few days ago, women started talking about abuse situations that they went through in their relationship. One person, one guy started, "Eh, they might be lying. Two other people joined. Before you knew it, there were actually people who were building momentum about, oh, maybe they were lying. Maybe they did something to their boyfriends. And I have to remind them that when you, people started talking about Sars, when Sars became, started talking about Sars, nobody came out to say, mm. maybe you are lying. Except people who had, like you said earlier, people who had um, political reasons to speak to. Mm. So. Everybody believed to cause these all things. So, why is it so difficult that when we may say something like this, that's where we want to speak. That's where we want to hear from the other side. Nobody says, oh, let's hear from the staff officer. So, profiling is one of the problems. It's a big problem in Nigeria. And Christians, what am I even saying? Within the Christianity, within the, the, the religion of Christianity, they still profile other Christians. You hear a certain church say, oh, some of these churches are not good Christians because they dress this way. So it is a big problem. So we actually have to tackle that. While the protests were going on, a lot of old people came on Twitter on Facebook to say, "Uh, this jobless youth. (laughs) youth, If they had jobs, they would be at work. They would not be on the street." And they cannot fathom the idea that there are people who are actually working from home. Mm. I was on the protest. I was on um, three different protest grounds, different days. And I had to do with a friend. And we had to do our work on our phone. They cannot just understand the idea that, okay, the world is evolving. technology Mm. is evolving. So we can do our work on our phone. We can do our work on our laptop. We can hold meetings via Zoom. And while you can quickly mute your own path and say, and fast into the crowd mm-hmm. while you are still listening to them. So they can't just fathom that idea. These people would have no issues with also the last doing, um, a, doing a wedding for one of his daughters or Babangida or all those powerful politicians, big more, uh, business moguls, doing ceremonies and then just blocking the roads. They will not mm. have, have an issue with it, they will grumble and then they will let it pass. Lagos has always been a hub of traffic, and every other day they close certain roads and other major roads in Lagos, and mm-hmm. it led in led to serious traffic. But these people did not complain; they were okay with it. But now that youth have come out to say, "Oh, we do not want to be killed," mm. it became a problem. Yeah. And even while the protest was going on, there was a lot of um. Uh, there were lots of people who came out to say how Neighbours, older Neighbours have caught police on them In the past just because they don't Go to the office and they will tell the police eh, It's always our home mm. We must be your old boy and police will come So profiling is part Of our problem You see people and then the next thing Is to judge them mm. based on The fact that they do Things like you do, yeah. And it's say and not until we actually tackle that. So when, when we are done with that, people may have to go back and teach and um, uh, and teach their parents to unlearn from certain things, because mm-hmm. this things started from our parents. Family is the- in, is in, is in, um, Basic unit. College, yeah. The yeah. government that we grew up with. So a lot of things that we know, that we have to unlearn from, we learn these things from our parents. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn them from our own government. So not until we go back to our learning the thing on the the smallest scale, we may just
0: be going back to deal with the same issue mm. over and over and over again. Absolutely. I, I do agree. I do agree. I think that one of the major issues we have is the way we think as a people in general, Nigerians, the mm. way we think... Sometimes it's unbelievable. You can't even conceive why someone will say, because you have dreadlocks. Where do we start from? The first question I was going to actually ask you, uh, which I think you already answered while you were speaking was, you know, what does the NSAS movement really mean to you? So this is the movement itself, not the protest, the cause itself, Mm -hmm. what your thoughts are on, you know, the cause itself. And I think you've mentioned how uh, you're passionate about it and everything. But what are your thoughts on the protest In hindsight, do you think we okay. should have done anything differently?
1: I don't think so. Mm. I don't think we should have done anything differently. I think we did it. Um, I think Hors doing it the way we did it um, actually helped. Mm-hmm. I think that if he had gone the route of um, <clears throat> excuse me, older Nigerians or what they were advising us to do, I think there would have been more casualties than what we currently have. Which is actually bad, let me say that. Mm. But there would have been more casualties. We um so one thing that the old that people who were shouting, clamoring for leaders, do not understand is that when there is a leader to a particular movement, you make um, government's job easier mm. by either giving them opportunity to and intimidate those leaders or bribe those leaders. Mm. Um, I'm, I've seen, well, I, 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 I'm not old, but I've read a lot. I've, seen, I've witnessed a lot of these things in Nigeria, and I've read a lot. There have been so many leaders in Nigeria that have disappeared without trace. Mm. There are so many leaders that have been killed. There are so many leaders that were brought in. Oh, okay, come and talk to us. And then they came out to become as bad or even worse. I'm not going to mention it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 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 absolutely. <laughs> to become governor. That I'm sure that everybody knows. Went on to become governor and then chairman of the party. And it's actually, till now, people cannot believe that this man became mm. this. So, so, this is one of the avenues, um, this is one of the possibilities when there are leaders. So, when there are no leaders, it means that the movement can be free it means that everybody's opinions mm. can be heard. It's when there is a leader that leaders will say, oh, you know what, I, we've decided that this is what's going to happen, but I feel this is the way we should go, and let us go this way. And you cannot talk oh, you've already chosen yeah,
0: this person yeah. to
1: be the leader. Mm. For me, another reason why I think we didn't need leaders was because uh, I, I kept saying our our demands were very, very clear. Absolutely. When you need leaders, is when um, a cost does not have one mouth, does not have one demand. When the demands are scattered, then you need leaders to come together and say, okay, we've come together to put this thing together. But right from the beginning, what yes, the, the things we were, demand, were demanding for were very, very simple mm-hmm. and simple. Disband them totally, get justice for their victims, punish the officials that, 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 that would be found wanting. Simple, we call police, that's it all. So there is nothing, there will no, and I kept mentioning it, when, whenever I saw a tweet saying, oh, okay, choose be that, you cannot, you have to bring someone to the table. No, mm. I, I, at the moment, were not, I'm not ambiguous. They're very, very clear. They mm-hmm. were, like, close to the point that a three or five-year-old would understand it. So why do we still need to bring someone to the table? It's coffee people want to have someone to kill, you want to have someone to alive you have to want to have someone to bribe. Yeah. The process went very well. We didn't need leaders and we communicated our agreement. we communicated uh, mm-hmm. our demand demands and then we were actually orderly. We were we peaceful. So their are, their are plan to hijack and then push but push uh, violence uh, um, and blame mm-hmm. the violence on the protesters is actually a dead on arrival plan mm-hmm. because people were pe- we were peaceful, we were peaceful. Nobody fought. The people who we fought were people were, were hoodlums who we were paid to hijack the protest, to attack the protest. Actually, so people people were peaceful. I've, even, I've seen videos of protesters trying to, to stop talk. From being violent, while yeah. when, when the protests were going on? So we 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 we're, we're clean. People were, were were cleaning up after themselves, yes, for God's sake. Yes. People were directing traffic. We're being useful. We did not cause problem. We, we just wanted to be heard. We were fed. People were watered. There was no issue any So the protest actually went very well. I don't think there was anything we could have done differently because mm. right from the beginning it was evident that the government did not care about what we wanted to say. I
0: mean the government did, that, is, mm. that is the
1: bottom line. They did not care about what we wanted to say. Because if um someone one of their one of their um advocates because I do not believe that particular I won't mention it, but I don't believe that particular person. It's an advocate for Nigeria. yes I believe, is an advocate for the Nigerian government. Um, came on Twitter to say something about uh, government bending backwards to meet our demands, and then I had to quote the street one. And I say, I had to quote um, the street with pictures of fast still wreaking havoc on mm-hmm. our road. So, you cannot, it is not possible for you to tell us that okay, you guys go back inside, they've met your demands when they are still fast demanding when they're still sales out there brutalizing people. Yeah. When they are still out there harassing people. So you cannot say that we should trust in the government because they've given us no reason to trust them. There is nothing the government has done since NSA started as a movement or since the protest started that you can say, Okay, yes, they've done this one thing. Mm. Let's rest for a while and see them do the other things. They've not done anything so the Nigerian government has not given us reason to say, okay, you people will do what you said you would do, because it has always been promising. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the protest could have gone a different way. I think it, it went fantastic. I think, and kudos to everyone who helped in making sure that the protest, the protesters, were fed. Were treated, were watered. Mm. I think it was a fantastic job. We saw what the Nigerian government could have been. We saw in two weeks. Absolutely. With we how much? With less than five hundred million. And these people come every year. The budget we- millions <laughs> for this thing that we don't see anything out of. So I think it went beautifully. Mm. I think everybody did well, both online protesters and offline protesters. I think everybody did fantastically well.
0: Absolutely. That the point you raised about you know what we did Mm -hmm. and how the protest went. For some reason, I don't know if I should include myself the way I'm saying we because I was not physically at any protest. And um I just I, I just feel proud. For some reason, it gave me it was almost like I saw some glimpse of hope again that Nigeria could actually work. The fact that we set up a response team, we set up you know there were ambulances taking care of people there were lawyers bailing people out it's for some reason it just really showed and reminded me that nigeria can actually work so i have to point to that i was surprised
1: but i at the same time i wasn't surprised because i've seen several times how nigerians can rally around people Mm. when they they need Uh, people People's um, treatment funds have been crowdfunded on Twitter. Um, a lot of different courses have been, have been crowdfunded for on Twitter. Mm. And Nigerians came through. So I knew that if push comes to show, people would come through. So mm. I was proud. I was like, I was proud that everybody showed up. But mm. then at the same time, I wasn't surprised. Because I knew, that, I knew that at the core of it, we are actually good people. Yep. Yeah, we are good people. Yeah. then and my second point is that our government knows what it means to make nigeria work mm-hmm. they just don't do it because they are just treated. it's as simple as that <laughs> because these people travel abroad you know it's very very simple these people travel abroad they they see what happens they see what happens in, in mm. developed society and it's actually very easy for them to come back and replicate it, but they don't bother because they don't mm. care. They just don't. They simple as, as that. They do not care. We've seen government agencies work. Akweli made Nafdac work. Yeah. Nafdac had several digits before Akweli, and mm. they had a few after she left, but nobody really remembers them as much as they remember Akweli. Yes. Why? Because she made Nafdac work. Uh, Nigerians are so relaxed to the point that we wouldn't even mind you embezzling if you are Just doing the do. work. Mm. If government actually does things the right way, people Weird. are ready to mm. look the other way mm. if they start stealing money. But they are not even ready to do all these all this things because they believe they can get away with it. But I like the fact that Nigerians Nigerian youth are assassins to wake up. Mm. Right? They're not going to get away with it. We are going to drag you. Yeah. They are not just going to drag you. We are going to drag your wife. <laughs> we are going to drag your husband. We are going to drag your children. <laughs> we are going to drag the spouses of your children. We are going to drag your grandchildren. When that protest started, um, some some of the children of these people turned up mm. in their Instagram account because they knew that people would have blasted it. So. It's time has passed when we would say we want to overlook we won't, we won't judge the children by the sins of their father. But I'm sorry, personally, I don't believe we should, we should, we, we should continue doing that. Mm. Because these people live on the luxury that their parents get from, um, from victimizing us, from brutalizing yeah. us. So if they can't eat out of the luxury, they should partake for, of the punishment as well. It's as simple as that. Mm.
0: I'm a bit unsure where to stand there, but I do, 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 do get your point. I really do yeah, get your I, point. I, I yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm a bit unsure. Yeah, totally Another thing I wanted to um, say very quickly, I wanted to just ask, um, because I know you mentioned awakening, and I just wanted to say, do you think we're actually awake, Nigerian youth, uh, like, like finally awake, and we're ready to actually engage? I think that people are, Nigerians are awake. I mm. don't think they are fully awake yet, mm. but I
1: think that we, we we are we are getting out. We're the,
0: getting so there, much. right? Yeah.
1: We've gotten, and I'm so happy because there is this thing that people used to say about Nigerians: that, Ah, if you push, if you push Nigerians to the wall, mm. they will break the wall, and they will still continue, and you can still continue pushing them. I think we have changed our narrative. I think we've gotten to the point. Um, someone, an older person, I was having a discussion with an older person. A few weeks ago, and it was like that. We don't realize it, but that government, that the government are now scared of us.
0: Yep, I do agree. And they never
1: yeah. thought that they, there would be a point that they were expecting that we be for a day and go inside. But that when they saw donations coming in, mm. people say, Oh, you know what? People need to eat. No problem. We provide food for you to just be on the street. That they said getting scared that if we allow this to go, further than this, Mm -hmm. we would have a a pure revolution on our hands. Mm -hmm. So they were scared. And the thing is that, so the first protest I attended, um, there was this chance. how many people south go kill. We've gotten to the point that you cannot kill, you you cannot kill an unfortunate. Mm -hmm. You cannot. No wahala. We lay here for you. So it is, it's very, very beautiful to see, and then at the same mm. time, it is sad. It, it is sad for me because it has to get to that point of people being killed mm. for us to actually speak out. Exactly. Daddy I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce that very well, but he has been missing for over a year now. Nobody has spoken about it. There have been several people that have been killed for blasphemy when you are not governed. This um by Sharia law mm. in Nigeria, and people kept quiet. There have been a lot of injustices in the past, and we kept quiet. Mm. A judge was arrested from his house. He kept quiet. The government did not obey the rule of law. We kept quiet. So we could have spoken. Yes, I'm happy that we are speaking out now. spoken mm. out. We, we could have spoken out. So earlier, much, much earlier than this. Mm. And maybe we would not get to this point. But I'm happy that we've gotten to this point because not everybody is. When I, I, I had a mini argument with my mother and she was like, hey, okay, don't go out. Mm. She's a, she's not a neighbor to everything. Don't go out. Um, cynical, cynical. God will protect you. <laughs> you don't go out. Just lend your mm-hmm. voice online. And I thought, I said, if you guys are being as stubborn as you are right now, we, your children, wouldn't need to do this. Mm. She kept quiet. She ended the call. The next <laughs> I thought, I thought it was some message prayer. That. Okay, God will protect you. I knew it. And the protest kept going on. She would ask, okay, are you guys still protesting? And then I would ask her, have they met our demands? She would keep quiet. Okay. God will help you, God will safeguard you. So I think they are getting to the point whereby they are understanding that these people do not mm. require. And, and it's very, very beautiful to see this combination of millennials and Gen Z. Yeah. Millennials uh, still have that fear of older people who cannot reach really yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z is saying that we don't. Yeah, we don't care if you're 50 years older than we are we will need you we do not care and millennia and what has, that has done for millennia is that millennia is now getting that bravery mm. from gen z
0: mm.
1: it, it's beautiful to see the 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 the, the coalition, the yeah. coalition yeah. gen z and millennia and it is working out very well so, I think that Nigerians are with, maybe not fully, but I think mm. they are getting there. Mm. And what's just happened over the past four weeks with US elections is now actually showing people that if we can actually do a voter's education, mm-hmm. we can actually get our country back. And our government would always remember that the people we govern are coconut eggs. Mm. If we do not act right, they can enter the streets. They can they can they can they, they can stand up to their feet and look up in the eye and say, "Guy, you're doing rubbish." Mm. I mean, I was surprised when a particular person came actually had to come out to Shalayi. <laughs> I've never. Seen, I, I was surprised that you guys made this man Shalayi someone that's I mean, revered I mean, when I it was... comes to Laos in Lagos, when it comes to thugs in Lagos. You <laughs> come out to say, I don't do it, Oh, so thank you, God bless. Like <laughs> this is very, very... So I feel like... I like this. Yeah. <laughs> we made we made um, we made lawmakers come out to Shalaye to ask for us, mm. even though we knew it was an act. That is what our voices have done. Mm. Mm. We made the world hear and listen to us. We were on CNN for how many days as mm. we go, BBC, Mm. People spoke uh, Foreign celebs spoke out Foreign celebs um, um, donated. that gave us an uh, an icon. He asked people to donate. There are different celebs who spoke up for us. There are different people who walked behind the scenes to don to donate for us. Mm. Nigerian youth did that. We so should be what proud. I think it, mm. Yeah. Why I think it came a bit late. I'm really, really proud of the fact that we were able to do that under on under on one week actually. Mm-hmm. God word to listen to us under on one week. I'm very, very proud of the fact that we were able to do that. Now that is the easy part. We still have a long way ahead of us. Mm. This people must never forget that they are dealing with people who can actually call them out on their BS. Yeah, they should never. I, I, I do. See what is happening mm-hmm. to that woman, um, that um I Amu
0: mean word of inconsistency woman. Oh my! Um, to recall her, right? what's her name again? Yes. A, yeah. 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 I like was, uh, in, to, yeah. I feel like we've been speaking in. Yeah, I feel like we've been speaking in so many coded words that some people wouldn't understand. Um, oh, I'm still a little more yeah. hard to shalae. <laughs> Exactly. out no, there. No, no, no. That it's, was it's public knowledge. out exactly. um, public yeah. knowledge. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually to come out to Shalai. and that happens because people start dragging his children mm. into it. Mm. So that is actually one tactic people do not understand. These people might not care about themselves because they believe they're untouchable, mm. but their kids are touchable. Yeah. And the moment they know that people, so us being oh, let us not drag their kids into it. It's actually still us trying to cower to them, trying mm. to cower to the values they, they they taught us that mm. okay do not disrespect your elders. They attacked one of um, the big wigs in Lagos, they attacked his house, his daughter came online to to talk about it and people were pitting her.
0: I saw there that people were asking mm. questions
1: that why is it that it was only your house that was attacked in this area? And yeah, someone just came up with the information. Oh, our father is this, this, this. this. Come and see how people changed. That we know your mm. father. We know what your father has done in Lagos. And unfortunately, she now implicated herself for that. Mm. She posted a video on Instagram. And our, our mother could be here telling her, get,
0: get your passport. Mm.
1: passport. And that moment I came back to tell them on Twitter that. If you ever think that these people are your friends, mm. remove it from your thinking. Because if anything happens, they have the means to leave the country immediately and you do not. And that is it. They have the means to enjoy I don't think she has been back to Twitter since then. They have the means to enjoy the luxury. See how Lagos is. The revenue Lagos generates, we do not see it. I are bad. And you want me to pity the people who are enjoying this mm. money. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, they tried to give the excuse. I just them one day, one day, and people we were laughing. Why it may seem funny is the truth. My mother retired in 2016 after working as a teacher for 35 years. Five years after, she has not gotten a gratuity. Mm. I don't think, I think a pension has been unpaid for the past three or four months. And yet, I don't see my mother running around her career with kitchen knife. killing people. Mm. She's looking for ways. And it's a kind of burden on the kids because we have to come together every month to give her something to be able to sustain body and mind. Yeah. So, ourselves, that is a woman. And it, it actually makes us sad. It, it frustrates her because that's, who, that's a woman who actually said it. She said a country. She said the government. And what is entitled to her? She, she, told, she tells us that if she collects her pension regularly, that she's actually in a position to be giving us talking every month mm. herself. When they come up with excuses of uh, police officials don't mm. get enough salary, and I'm like, is it me that I'm getting no salary? But you don't see me out there throwing mm. bombs on people, then. If, if that is it, then doctors should be allowed to kill their patients. Exactly, Because doctors are underpaid as well. Mm. A lot of people are underpaid. Then no, let me say a lot of people. Well, we a lot of people are exactly...
0: Uh, exactly. <laughs> we are all
1: underpaid. It's not, it's not a case of majority. Mm. We are all underpaid. In if we want to go, we want to go technical, mm. we are, I, I, I'm an HR personnel. I have access to, to a lot of pay structures for different industries. And I can tell you that we are all underpaid in Nigeria. Except our... Uh, Politicians, Mm. except uh, except people who are holding political appointments, people who are not even qualified to be in that position, and they get millions of naira, they get hundreds of thousands of naira, and then you see people that have worked for over ten years getting hundred k as their monthly salary. But we do not go out there killing people. We try to find ways to make ends meet. Mm. We hustle our ways. Every almost everybody I know outside also. But still, what is the government doing? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they are not doing anything about it. <sighs> it's so I think me. we are we are mm. we are not fully there yet, but I think we'll get there the very very soon. I, I at do this point, hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At this point, we cannot afford to go back to sleep, and I really pray that we don't go back to sleep. I I pray that we, excuse me, we continue to be awake, and we get to that point where we demand we
0: carry out a revolution mm. at last. I do. I do hope so. My only reservation is with probably, you know, people that are offline, people in the grassroots. That's because like they always say mm-hmm. politics is local. Twitter is just a fraction of the reality online, you know, and things like that. So there is some truth to that. So that's like my only little reservation, you know, the grassroots, how do we really even get to these people? and, make them realize that we need to actually vote right and don't allow anybody buy your vote. And, you know, basically, Nigerians, we don't even know what we deserve. Somebody is telling me that, uh, how can you say government has never done anything for you and you didn't I say, are you, are you mad? Are you trying to tell me that because I schooled, um, I studied chemistry uh, with, yeah. with where I could barely do a practical myself. You are telling me that uh, because education is cheap. How is cheap education that does not uh, amount to quality education, uh, something I'm supposed to be grateful for. Like- this was my argument yesterday. It's true.
1: Um, I was complaining a few days ago about, actually, I do that all the time, about the quality of um, candidates I see applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, any recruiter will tell you, higher education is trash. For the lack of a better word, mm-hmm. there's actually no better one education is actually it is trash it is pure trash so you cannot tell me that i should be grateful to the government because they gave me cheap education because with that education you cannot, can... if you rely on cheap education alone in nigeria you cannot done do done nothing for I can me anywhere i can say it i, I would say anywhere and i, I would say it. if you rely on nigerian education alone you are not employable. the skills Yes, I went to a private university and eh, they helped a bit. But the skills that I have to that I had to secure the job I got when I got my first job, I had to learn those skills mm. by myself. So nobody can tell me that I should be grateful to the government for doing the bare minimum. minimum. Actually, it's not even the bare minimum because it's actually useless. Mm-hmm. There were people. There were people who did not understand the, bear, the 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 minimum thing they did not understand it and you have to wonder and you went to school and it's not just university education now i'm talking from the primary yep. to the secondary our curriculum is a case. people are still using the curriculum of 20 years ago to teach in today's <laughs> class it does not make any sense. So you cannot, you have no right to tell me to be grateful to the government for giving me something that is totally useless. When recruiters, when entrepreneurs are the known to actually build businesses, mm-hmm. successful businesses around the unemployability of Nigerian youth, of Nigerian graduates, so there, you have nobody has the right to guilt trip hmm. or emotionally blackmail Nigerians because that's their identity. To
0: emotionally blackmail Nigerians, you know, as a as a Nigerian youth, how did you how did the president's address make you feel? I, th- I, th- I, think, I think you're asking <laughs> me that question. You just want me to be you want me to be angry for the
1: rest of the day. Oh good. Uh, I didn't watch it because I, I would rather. Thick and stick into my eyeballs <laughs> one by one than watch such an address. All insulting Um I but I read the I read the transcript on mm. and I wasn't surprised. I this man has not shown us that he, he cares about us, his age, his social media age. I've not shown his advisors, I'm not shown that they care about her so i think at this point anybody expecting anything good from the president mm. is, just delus- is just delusional like they you just you're just deceiving yourself if you if, if you, you're deceiving yourself if you expect anything good from him mm. um you can only hope that he does his four years and just his, your second time and just leaves and he doesn't try to um, do, oh, there should be taught 10 no. or something like that. And we can only hope that nature <laughs> takes its course. So, it's it's really sad because we begged this man to address us for two weeks. Hmm. And when Biden and Kamala were announced yesterday, so... it didn't take this man six hours to come online to come and congratulate them. So, if that's it not not show that, it does not returns. I don't know what else to show. For me, it, it was just a case of him trying to threaten us. Like if you guys don't get mm. off the road, they're going to do this to you. So it was just, it, 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 his address was just full of nothing actually. I
0: mean, it's, it, it, it was totally naturally. I always say like nothing surprises me anymore. But voila, when it happens, I'm always taken aback again. Like, it's it's like when you said the bar lower. When you said the bar low, Mm -hmm. and then they now beat it lower, and you're like, ah "Ah, did you really go down the bar? Did you really go down lower than we expected you to? Like, are you serious? It's almost like I expect you to be, okay, I put you at the lowest level, and then you now went lower than that, and you're like, ah could you be any lower mm-hmm. as in is there anything else you couldn't have done it's just it's just i mean it's sad. i don't have the words is it the lack of empathy in the in the address is it the lack it's it, i i just I, I, I just can't put it to words another point i wanted mm-hmm. to raise is the fact that i personally have been clamoring against fake news fake news i feel like fake mm-hmm. news has done uh, quite quite a bit in this struggle in this fight it has helped in propagating what it shouldn't be and i wanted to relate it to your point of having followership and having to come with responsibility as well again i just feel like even if you don't have large followership people need to watch what they share personally when i see a tweet that is just off I don't even engage. I just block and report because we know how it works now online. The more engagement the tweets gets, more people should not be seeing it. I personally feel like if more people don't need to be seeing that tweet, don't share it. Fake news has done quite a, a bit in this struggle. And we need people with, Large followership, even if you don't have any large followership, don't share bullshit. Don't share things that are not verified. Try your best. Like, these days, I find it hard to even retweet stuff, because I'm trying to fact-check myself before I even retweet. People, things are so, 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 so crazy these days. Do you have any, you Uh know, last uh messages, anything you want to say to anyone that's not sure where to stand in the whole of this um, fight?
1: So, I'm always um, always saying that if you intentionally decide to stay silent on the obvious face of oppression. Mm. You are not different from the oppression. Mm. This kind of fight, there is no need to stand or sit on the fence. Because you sit on the fence, you say, okay, is it right to kill mm. people? Or is, is it not? profiling Or is it not right? So, it is very, very clear. The standards mm-hmm. are clear. Again, let's go back to the end goal. Very, very clear. Stop killing people. Stop carrying out extrajudicial killings. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone is saying, I'm not going to mention words there, if anyone is saying, I'm not sure of where to stand. For me, personally, you've made your st- stance. known. Mm-hmm. No. And I've actually asked you on friend, well, I won't say on friend, because they were just made acquaintances or acquaintance a lot of people over the past few weeks because of that uncertainty. For me, it's very, very clear. I never went to, um, I've never gone to um, task brutalization or victimization. But I have a lot of friends mm. who have been harassed before. So I don't need to go through it. I don't need mm. to go through it or I don't need to have my family member to so have gone through it before I would say that I'll be passionate about this. For me it is it is very, very simple. When when people um I mean, when people were running, running around donating to feed people, I used I, I, I some of my personal money. I contacted a few people, a few of my friends who knew that I was helping with providing some of the jobs for the protesters, they Contributed, they dropped money mm-hmm. for me, and there was a particular thing I approached that I knew he had the money, and then his response was off. So then I have not reached out to him because it wasn't a case of oh, give me money, I want to buy mm-hmm. this, I want to buy this, and let buy shoes. I'm saying that let's even you cannot be out there because maybe your position mm-hmm. is
0: sensitive. But at least let your money support.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do what you can do. for me it is for this there is no green area exactly exactly (laughs) for me it's as simple as that because even if there is a criminal we have a rule of we have um we have a due process as to how a criminal will be prosecuted Mm -hmm. so nobody has the right to become the judge and jury Mm -hmm. if you see someone is a criminal. So as long as you are not saying stop killing us, as long as you are saying eh, I'm not sure mm. you are from killing, you, you are part of the people killing us as simple as that. Mm. Because it is sure that if you see someone being killed in front of you, you would carry your face away. And that moment you become you made one a decision, of them. yeah. So it's a black and white situation for me. There is no it's not one of the issues where there'll be grey area, there's no grey area. If there is nothing anybody does, that will justify them being brutalized or victimized or harassed Mm. or killed. So if you can, if anybody cannot understand that, then they are a problem Mm. to
0: Nigerian youth
1: who are saying enough is enough. You want things changed.
0: Yeah. For me, it's as simple as that. I, I totally, I do agree as well. So if you're choosing to stay silent, it does show that you're, you've are you taken some sort of decision. And obviously we know what the decision mm-hmm. is. Um, Thank you so much, Max. Mm-hmm. It's been a nice, nice, nice chat with you. I do appreciate your time and your insights into this. I always love to have um conversations like this with people and I'm very, very appreciative of your time and everything you've said on here today.
1: Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you having me and I appreciate um having this conversation. I've I've let out a few of my (laughs) frustrations and yeah. And it's really, really good to be able to do this. And yes, I, I look forward to coming on board for another discussion any other time.